Welcome everybody to the Our co-host, a man who is multi-talented and doesn't know what to do with the summer. Welcome, Drew. Ah, uh, thank you. Uh, before we get too far into this, since this is the first episode since, um, let's just call it the issues, shall we? Yes. Um, I want to apologize for uh, us missing last week, and because technically it is my fault, I tried something with our recording method that uh, didn't work. <laughs> get right down to it. It kind of worked, but it kind of didn't. Yeah. Well, you live, you learn, and you hopefully don't get the pins out of it. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we are actually, this episode and the next two you will probably be hearing, uh, we had to re-record, so... Uh, yeah. For once, we are actually on schedule, <laughs> I guess, technically. <laughs> so, in that case, take two. So, how are you doing, Jacob? I'm doing very well. Very well. Uh, yesterday was not a very good day. Uh, letter of last year, I was actually diagnosed with mild depression, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of a surprise in a way, but not, not really a surprise. Uh, I just, that was this time last year? Yeah. This okay. Th- actually, the day. <laughs> the day of. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oddly enough, I'm not, like, you know, sitting in a corner being all Eeyore about everything. <laughs> That's good. Which, I'm very thankful to the Lord that I'm actually, you know, upright and doing everything, recording a podcast. Yes, yes. So, um, Yeah. Not going to go into the situation itself, but it's just more be like, I, I really got into a funk. I really got into a funk and it really kind of just, it rocked my world and just, I've had to kind of depend on the Lord for my, the, the Lord Jesus Christ for my, my strength and my comfort in a lot of, in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's, it's been a very interesting road. It's been a very interesting road, been a very interesting year. Um, but when we're coming to today, today was great. Um, went to work, came home. Did a little cleaning, and now we are recording a podcast. Indeed. How about yourself? Oh, my day's been pretty good. It's relatively slow. Uh, other than that, my day's been pretty good. Uh, like you, I came off, got off work, ate some dinner, came home. But unlike you, I then logged into another world and got set up for an expansion, and then logged off and came over here, and we're here to record a podcast. Good. At least you're not stuck in the name MMO. Amazing what you can do when you hit the log out button. Yes. And you pray for restraint. Yes, exactly. That last part's most of it. (laughs) Yes. Definitely what we've talked about previously about having a new expansion coming out of the game you're playing. And the restraint of not going and playing that game at four in the morning. Well, I'll put it this way. While you kind, nice kind, are probably listening to this, if you are listening just as the episode posts, I will be uh, knee deep, if not farther deep. (laughs) <laughs> playing this game. In a future tense. In a future, well, this should be coming out this Saturday morning. Yes. Which is early access. Yes. For, when early access for the game is happening. So, yeah. Okay. I That is something I am looking forward to playing. Not as much as I was looking forward to Kingdom Hearts 3 earlier in the year. Because what would an episode of this podcast be if I didn't bring up Kingdom Hearts 3? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. 
So, I guess since it has been a bit, even though we don't normally do this for this kind of episode, yeah. uh, what have you been watching? Wow, what have I been watching? Actually, a lot, actually. Okay. Yeah, because it's been um, a couple of weeks since we even tried to record yes, an episode. Yes, it has. <laughs> yes, it has. Uh, last week, last week uh, I had the opportunity to do some house-sitting for a family from, mm-hmm. from the church we go to. And it was house and dog sitting, which was fun. Yes. Because it was two big dogs who wanted to play and two little two little dogs who thought they were the, the king and queen of the world. So, Next to the big dog who was visiting, being you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I did not bark once. Um, well, when you didn't have chocolate. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, it's good because chocolate's uh, poisonous to dogs. Yeah, it just makes me bark more. Yes. And for trying to clue into what our... What, our audience who what we're talking about actually i have Tourette's disorder and i bark like a dog but thankfully you have found something or a mixture of things yes to keep that happening so i don't have to edit barks out of the podcast yes oh that would be funny i'm assuming at one point you're gonna hit you're gonna get so frustrated with some horrible movie that we saw that it's just gonna <laughs> the dog in you is just gonna come out and bark and i'm just gonna leave it in <laughs> who let the dog out now who, 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 who? Who? Yeah. Uh, uh, so this is already starting to sound like the first time through this, where we had we're bringing up song after song for no good reason. <laughs> May have to do that again. But anyway. Maybe. Uh, I had a chance of watching Netflix on a very nice television, and basically the Netflix, Netflix and chill. Yes. You know the situation. I watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure season one. Good choice. Yeah. Question: Sub or dub? Dub. Good, the dub. I, I prefer the dub myself. <laughs> yeah, personally, I'm more of a dub person because one you don't have to read, and plus my EDD is so bad. It's like, yeah, I can understand that. What's going on? Oh, dog. So yeah, be like, I, I watched all the first season, the first episode, you say first season. I I need to know where you ended. Uh, with uh, what was it, Joseph Josar when he okay. he's so old. The first Joseph, the first the first character. Yeah, no, okay. you have Jonathan. The first JoJo. No, you got the, oh, Jonathan Joseph. You, you got the Joseph. You got the Joseph. Okay. Yeah, I got the Joseph. I get the. I get my JoJo's confused. There's a lot of JoJo's. Uh, every uh, time they switch new time period, there's another JoJo. Yeah, so. yeah. The first episode is very. Literally, I have not finished. I think you're actually farther through it than I am, even though I have the Blu-ray. <laughs> the first episode is so dialogue-driven of how our characters are set up. Be like, we we get all this. Be like. Uh, our, our, our main character, our, our main character, Jonathan and his future antagonist or right then antagonist, uh, Dio Brando. Mm-hmm. If you don't catch a theme with this, there's a lot of characters in the show who are named after bands yeah. and celebrities. My favorite, Robert E.O. Speedwagon. <laughs> it's like, boy, y'all, this guy really couldn't figure out a different way to get this, get this band name in here, could he? Yes. <laughs> And the Speedwagon family keeps popping up. Yes, all over the place. Yes. And, yeah, it's just, the first episode is so jarring. It's like, this Dio Brando character shows up and be like, be like, he's, oh, definitely a jerk. (laughs) Beyond a jerk. Yes, he steals Jonathan's wife, uh, future wife's first kiss. Kiss. And she wipes her, she, she, you thought your your first kiss would be with, with your, uh, with your love, Jonathan Joestar. But it was me, Dio! <laughs> it is, that show, the show is so over the top. Uh, that's be like, why it's, I love it. Yeah, it's, I mean, like, obviously it's a, it's a shonen battles, battle up se- series. Mm-hmm. And just everything is over the top. And be like, oh, be like, oh, you inter- you 
unlocked his inner power. Be like, you gave this person their power, and just like, okay. Yeah, but you didn't even get to the part everybody loves. Because it supposedly gets good yeah. in the next season. Oh, okay. When they bring in the stands. Yeah. Which, I've heard of the stands. I've, yeah. I've seen the stands and, you know, clips and everything. It was just really weird. Be like, did he decide, be like, oh, I'm going to go from this this mystic power that's within a certain realm of people to stands. Yeah. But, I don't know because, like I said, I've not even gotten as far as you have. I yeah. got to a point where it's like, well, I was watching it, loving it, because I have the Blu-ray. Yeah. So I'm even watching it in ultra, in nice high definition without yeah. any artifacting whatsoever. And I'm enjoying it. I'm getting into it. And then life got busy. Yeah. And I haven't gotten back to it since. And when I do start back, I'll have to start at least that second arc. Yeah. Over. I'll start that. Part. I won't have. To, I won't have to go back to Jonathan, but I will have to rewatch most of what I've seen of Joseph so far. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Dio Brando is be like it's. They're not subtle at all when it comes to be like. Oh, he's the villain. Oh yeah. He you is know, so much the villain the, from the moment you see him on screen. Yeah. He's a bad guy. And he's yeah. going to be the bad guy for eternity at this point. Apparently, he's behind everybody. By the Apparently. way. Apparently, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Billy, it was very, it was, it was a very interesting watch. And I was like, oh, okay, I would definitely watch the second season. Now, here's the thing: that anime, I believe, started coming out in 2013. Yeah, I think is when that came out. But the manga predates Dragon Ball. Yeah, it's old. Yeah, so old and so popular in Japan. That you have probably, if in anime, you've probably seen references to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure without realizing it. Probably. Uh, well, as far as I understand, this is the second attempt at doing there JoJo. There was a series of OVAs that came yeah. out, like, in the 90s. Yeah. The reason those always had issues is, obviously, some of the character names being band names, yeah. there were some legal issues yeah, legal. for obvious reasons yeah. apparently there is now a set way they can re- they can refer to those characters without mm-hmm. it being considered copyright i got you i think that's why especially with speedwagon you always hear him referred to either as speedwagon or robert yeah you never hear the actual abbreviation r-e-o speedwagon, speedwagon. <laughs> and you'll note sometimes characters who have first name sometimes almost every the character will be referred to by first name yeah or last name never both yeah. Because that would be copyright. It would. But, yeah. yeah. it's an, That's an interesting show. It is. I agree. Uh, I also watched a few others that I quickly dropped. Like, I started watching Hunter Hunter, which is another show. Yeah. And I was like, okay. That one's a long one. Yeah. That's what I keep hearing. It's a long one. Uh, first, I watched the first episode, and uh, a friend of the show, Bree, Sabrina, had recommended, you've got to watch Hunter Hunter. It's so good. I think she did. But... One of your many friends suggested to yes, you, at the very least. Yes, many friends who want to be like, yeah, you watch Hunter Hunter. And I, could, I couldn't get past the fact that this little dude is so determined to become a hunter because his father had abandoned him at a very young age and left him to his aunt to go become a hunter. And so now he's curious what his father left him for. you think it'd be the opposite, but no. I can to some degree understand wanting to know what it was about a certain type of life that would draw you away from the family yeah your responsibilities responsible for yeah i can understand that from a especially from a secular worldview yeah from a christian worldview i'm thinking no you he abandoned you yeah literally comes back forgive him and move on but for now don't chase him that's not gonna do help you at all yeah what supposedly it gets it it gets really good yeah Yeah, there was that, and there was uh, Vampire Nights. I don't know this 
Yeah, it's it's basically it's it's a school drop like sc- you know, school drama romantic mm-hmm. where this little girl she you know runs into a vampire and the vampire like protects her and now she's in love with the vampire. It skips it skips many years later and uh, she is a what is she a gar- she's a guardian between the night school and the the day school. You sure this isn't? No, it's not that one. I know the one you're talking about now. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I've I've seen. Be like, I watched a few episodes a few years ago, and I was like, "This is so melodramatic, and just, everything's oh my gosh, this and that, and do, this and that." Do you know why? It's shoujo, oh. which is girls. It's anime aimed at girls. That makes sense. Which means it's all high school drama. Yeah. And not in the fun way that. A lot of the high school drama I watch is. I got you. Well, uh, and of keep... course, it's a love story. Yeah, love story. <laughs> uh, fair warning, just because I know I read the Wikipedia article for at some long time ago for who knows what reason. Probably just was curious what the show was, but yeah. I wanted to watch it. Yeah. Because I could kind of tell by looking at the DVD case while I was working at Walmart. <laughs> this is not the show for me, mm. but I'm slightly curious enough to read the article on it. <laughs> uh. I think she does turn into a vampire at one point. Probably. She gets turned at one point. Because, I mean, what kind of vampire drama story would the main act person not get turned into a vampire by the end of it? Yeah, it's... I Twilight. Yeah, that's what it would be like. You can definitely tell, feel the, uh, the the Stephanie Myers influence. Yes. Uh, Pretty boy vampires. Yeah. Well, that's, that's going what it... to the same school as normal people, but somehow the vampires and the normal people never meet. Yeah. Oh, he's dark and mysterious, but like, no, don't, don't follow me, but follow me. Yes. <laughs> and I'll ruin your life. Anyways, uh, I, I guess you probably pissed off so many Twilight people. Oh, probably so much. It's not even funny. So I got my uh, Disney Movie Club package in mm-hmm. with the mother load, if I remember correctly. The mother, yeah, the mother load of Toy Story 3, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, uh, Captain Marvel, and... I, th- I, I thought it was only three, and then you had that other uh, stuff that came with it. Yeah. Yeah, it also had, it also had a badge in it. Yes. Or, uh, you know, a, a Disney... Yeah, whatever it's called. Pin? Pin! Thank you! It's a pin! <laughs> I think the official Disney term is pin. <laughs> yeah, it's a pin. So, I finally got around to watching Toy Story 3, which is a big shock, I know. It took you long enough. Well, you yes. had to before the, you'd go see the new one. Yes. And I was thoroughly impressed. This this mm-hmm. Toy Story does not disappoint. And, wow, the, the story, the characters... The point where everyone was saying, be like, oh, you're going to cry. Be like, this. Be like, make sure you bring tissues. You're going to cry. It's great. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So I was prepared to cry. And it was like, okay, this scene. No, it's a great scene. It's a wonderful scene. Is this the uh, incinerator scene? Yeah, I thought it was the incinerator scene. Yeah. Spoiler alert. If there's you haven't scene. seen Toy Story 3. There's an incinerator scene. <laughs> yes. And there, the toys... Escape plan from the daycare mm-hmm. was genius. Yeah, it was absolutely genius. And how there'll be like, oh, we're 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 gonna stay together because we're family, which is the big um, the big takeaway in the movie of taking mm-hmm. you know being family. And the scene that got me was Andy's goodbye. Yeah, that's the one that get, that's the one everyone warns you about. Oh, uh, okay. Now, I honestly think the reason the incinerator scene exists. Yeah. Is because it's getting you to the point. It's like, here's the sad scene. This is the one we intentionally put in here to be the tearjerker. And you realize by the end of it, it's not even that sad. Yeah. For whatever reason, because it's the climax of the movie. Yeah. 
you're prepared for that one. You're not prepared for Andy's going to college and he gives all his toys, spoiler alert, to Bonnie. Yeah. A little girl he just met. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. He he met her like once, like very yeah. early in the movie. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Wow. That that's and you get to see Andy, the the eighteen, seventeen year old boy, become the little five year old he was in mm-hmm. the first first movie, where he's just playing and happy and the whole bit, and he's describing all the toys. He's yeah. describing all the toys. And this is a point that hit me. Yeah, because you're going back. It's like, oh yeah, I remember that when we in those opening scenes in one and two. Mm-hmm. You're going, yeah, that's what that was. Okay. And then the, the stuff he comes up with for the aliens, I thought was interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. Since they weren't in that scene. Yeah, but... the the opening in that movie is incredible, yeah. absolutely incredible. The uh, the the scene that got me is where Andy is describing to Bonnie all the 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 all the toys and how they she needs to care of them, mm-hmm. and then she looks down in the box and says, "Oh, cowboy or sheriff." My, she says, "My cowboy." Yeah, my cowboy, my sheriff. And Andy looks down and be like, it's Andy. It's Woody. Yeah. And it's he was going to take with him. One thing with... between that and uh, Buzz. Yeah. Like, it was obviously it was going to be Woody. Obviously it was going to be Woody. Because yeah. it's his toy. It's the toy he, like he describes. It. It's the toy that he's known his entire life. Mm-hmm. Ever since he's probably three. And the the scene where he, he pick, he'd be like, he be like, they both pick him up. He kind of draws away. It's yeah. like, this is my toy. Be like, this is my friend. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be like, you see him kind of realize, be like, be like, I love Buzz. I mean, I love it. Uh, Woody. Woody. I love Woody. But at the same time, Bill, like, I realize I have to let him go. Mm-hmm. Because be like, my childhood is past and I, I want Bonnie to have him. And it was such a, a heart wrenching little thing where it was like, it was Andy letting go. Letting, letting go of his 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 childhood play his friends his friend his childhood friends for years and he lets them go have a new life and that's what got you I was like oh my gosh this is like you know clap just yeah brilliant how they ended that movie and what I keep hearing a Toy Story four it's really good and plus they have a new director there was a new it director in is. three and a new director in four. It is good, but we'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that when we get to what I've been watching. Okay. Uh, also, I got around to watching because in the other part of that package was Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Mm-hmm. From, I think, 1988? 87? Mm-hmm. That movie is enjoyable beyond belief. Yes. It's, like, it's, it's, it's kid-friendly, but not kid-friendly because they played so many adult jokes. Mm-hmm. And this it's a great movie. It's wonderful. It's it's timeless. And like I think one of the directors or one of the uh, uh producers had said and it's like, yeah, this was the first time that Disney had actually gone back to this is the 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 first real movie that Disney the new regime after Katzenberg and all that guys came in. Mm-hmm. This was their first real you know, step into the anim- animation rodeo, might say. Right. And yeah, they didn't disappoint. This this was a amazing movie that was live action animation with no CG, with no 
computer graphics, no computer rendering at all. Which I think probably for our younger audience, that is like it is wait. amazing everything they were able to do in that movie. Oh yeah, I would like to. I would like to use the illustration of someone taking a steamship mm-hmm. across the Atlantic to go from England to America, and then de- describing to them what a, a commercial airliner is. It's like, oh, it'll take you like five hours to get across. You know, get across the pond, mm-hmm. and which would be like, what? Yeah. That makes no sense. So it would be so to the younger generation, hand drawn animation, and do that by hand, no computers whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing, in a way. Yeah, especially, and we will definitely talk more about this when uh, Roger Rabbit, Who Friend Roger Rabbit, comes up in the review, because we both want to do that one. Yes. I don't think it's on our role list. No, it's right not now, It's not yet, it's but it will of, be. It will be. It will be. One of the things I find interesting about Who Friend Roger Rabbit, as much as I love the animation, it's the fact that the animation affects the environment. Yeah. If you're, keep in mind, those weasels, mm-hmm. this is the thing that blows me out of the water. Yeah. Kind of Those weasels are carrying guns. Not animated guns. Yeah, actual guns. Actual guns. Stop and think about how they had to film those actual guns uh-huh. floating through the room. Oh, it was it was incredible watching the yeah. behind-the-scenes stuff. It was mind-blowing. It was like, wow. And, uh, Robert Zemeckis did, like, he literally shot the movie like a noir film mm-hmm. back in the 1930s. And then they they shot for like six months. They spent the next year and a half doing animation. Yeah. So literally, they had puppets, they had marionettes, they had everything to do this. Mm-hmm. And there again, there was no CG. Absolutely not. It was all composite video. Yeah. Or composited video. Yeah, that's all it was. Mm-hmm. And just mind blowing how be like ILM was involved. I would say that was the end game. The Avengers Endgame of that era. Oh, yeah. The amount, especially when you consider you have two of the most groundbreaking scenes, I think, anywhere. If you really stop and think about it, you get Daffy Duck and Donald Little Duck. Duck. The piano a, scene! <laughs> have, a, have a battle between playing uh, Hungarian Rhapsody number two, the classic uh, piano uh, yeah. symphony thing. You see in, like, the Cat Concerto, which is a Tom and Jerry cartoon. There's yeah. a Bugs Bunny one that uses the same thing. It's that... Oh, yeah, that yeah. One. That's the song they're playing. You've got that scene, them going back and forth, and them commenting about each other. Oh, yes. And then later on in Toontown, Bugs Bunny, Bunny. and Mickey Mouse <laughs> are talking to each other on screen at the same time. And we'll get into more about what's interesting about that, but there is that scene is probably the... Hardest for them to write. Yeah. Because they had to be so particular yeah. due to the licensing issues. Yeah, it had to be equal. Yeah. Equal screen you, time. You, you pay attention. They can't even say more. One, Neither character can say more than the other. It's yeah. exactly balanced where Mickey Mouse and uh, Bugs Bunny say the exact same amount of words. Yeah. And the same amount of lines. That's, that's why that, you know, listen to it, it that conversation is a little stilted. Yeah, the two, it's because they were having to be that particular. Yeah, and plus, we like they, the writers literally had the thing. It's like, okay, what would Bugs Bunny say, and yeah. what would he, what wouldn't he say? Because Bugs Bunny could say a whole lot more than. And uh, it's still got to talk to talk. Yeah, he's yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that when we get to Roger Rabbit yes. later on. But for now, what have you been watching? Yes. So moving backwards, as you did just this last Friday, a new an anime that I had only seen 
bits of and had seen the movies based on it that I had heard are not as yeah. good. But uh, I the Netflix dub of Neon Genesis oh, Evangelion yes. I totally out. forgot about that. This is the first time I've watched the original show. Yeah. Keeping in mind, it is the net. It's not the original dub. Yes. Which I watched. Yes. I own. I. And from what I've heard, I, I did have watched a YouTube that compared lines from the Netflix versus yes. the lines in the original ADV dub. And I'm going to say what is going to sound paramount to heresy to most Evangelion fans. I like the Netflix stuff better. Okay, okay. But... Fighting words! <laughs> no, it's, it's not that I don't understand why you would be attached to that dub, and I'm sure there is wording choices that yes. are better in the original, but from an acting point of view, <laughs> I believe that these characters exist better in the new dub than I did the old dub. Okay. The only thing is, is I know they cut out, for whatever reason... Uh, the end credits song "Fly Me." Oh the Moon, gosh, that for licensing oh. reasons. I, I completely understand why he's there again. Be like they had to get the license. licensing reasons. Yeah, but it was like, reason, oh man, it that hurt. And apparently, that it hurt. only affects the versions outside of Japan because Japan has the original has the fly, the original song. Yeah, which stinks. Yes, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, but. Uh, I have been enjoying that. I'm slowly going through. I've only gotten to the fourth episode. Oh, hang on. So I've got two more episodes till I pass where the first movie covered, I think. Yeah. You haven't even met Oscar yet. Which, from what I understand, is that's where the movie and movie and the shows diverge. Yeah, they diverge. Well, so I'm almost technically it's like episode where, 16, but um, either ways. Anyway, I'm getting close to the point where it starts changing. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Also, yeah. I, also, kind of like a note in that, yeah. be like, be a person for a person who you know their anime experience kind of includes Evangelion, and I own the box, I own the movies, I own the re- rebuilds. Uh, I love the AD, AD, ADV dub. Be like, I know some people don't, they don't like it. Some people like the new one. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for me personally, be like, I like the actor, the the voice actor who did Shinji. Because you, you, I will you, grant you on that because the first time I heard Shinji's voice in this version, I thought that does not sound like a boy. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's probably a woman. Probably. Oh, it is a woman. I have looked up the voice cast. Oh, that okay. is definitely a woman playing that voice. But most of the time, when you catch a voice actress who's playing a boy of that age, yeah, they at least do Try. a better job. Yeah. of making it actually sound like a, a young boy and yeah. not a young girl. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like yeah, it was the 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 cast in that show is kind of hit and miss for me. I I like the I like the the father, which his name escapes me for the second. Gendo. Gendo. Be like I like his voice. Be like, it's it's almost like a mixed bag. Be like the 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 woman who does the voice for uh, Misato. Mm-hmm. Be like I prefer her voice from the original AD dub. Yeah, because there's a little more livelihood in that yes. that dub. Yeah, but this is this dub does seem a bit more clerical or cl- not clerical, clinical. Yeah, and I think part of that, and I'll I'll say this because I know part of what what what's causing the difference. Yeah, the ADV dub was recorded in Houston by Texas voice actors and mm-hmm. actresses, 
Whereas this one is being done by Bang Zoom, which is off on the West Coast. Oh, okay. While I like to say that the geographic location of the recording should not make a difference in the acting, yeah, I think to some degree it does, because for whatever reason, I've noticed this, especially with the anime, Yeah, the Western voice, the, the, the West Coast voice actors and actresses, their dubs just don't seem to have the passion in it the Texas dubs. Yes. And I think that's because the Texas dubs, they don't have anything else to fall back on like uh, Western ones do since they're in Hollywood. So, yeah. And I could be wrong. Don't get me wrong. Rob. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I could be completely and utterly wrong. It's just that's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. I have heard plenty of good West Coast dubs before. I just think this one feels like, it almost feels like they went over, they polished it too much. Okay. That's yeah. honestly what it comes right down to. It feels like it was polished too much. And it doesn't help that technically the original ADV voice actors and actresses did try out for some of the roles. Some of the, some of the actors did get to go try out for some of those roles. And yeah. uh, what sounds like they had the the company in charge of the dub had no want to actually hire those people. So oh, okay. That's part, that is a bit of a stinker when it comes yeah. to the news. But anyway. I agree. Uh, yeah, besides that, there was the, uh, yeah, like you, you, you watch, you know, anime reviewers on Facebook. YouTube. Yeah, and they're all mm-hmm. jumping on the bad wing. This is the worst thing that ever happened. Yeah. I hate that they changed it. Blah, blah, blah. It's got, guys, it's just a show. As yeah. much as I love cartoons, animation, yeah. anime, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's a stinking it's a cartoon. Show. It is a show. Yeah. It's not going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Anyways, yeah. What else do you watch? Also, I have been watching, I've been going through a bunch of anime over yeah. the course of the past, because whatever reason, I apparently just didn't catch some stuff. Uh, one thing I watched was a show called uh, The Wise Man's Grandchild. Okay. It is a is what's known as an isekai. You're going to hear that term come up again later. But okay. all, that me- all that means is a type of Japanese show, I guess a genre, yeah. where the main character wakes up in another world that seems to be fine-tuned to their capabilities, despite the fact that those capabilities made them awkward and our world. Oh, okay. And yeah. now they're the greatest things in sliced cheese. Oh, okay. Uh, this in this case, stuck in different world scenario. Kind of sort of. In, this, in the odd cases, though, especially with the newer stuff, it requires the kid, the person to die and have to be reincarnated. Yes. In this case, I don't remember why he died. I know he did though, because he woke up. In the man he would eventually call his grandpa, in his arms, and as a new person, he has all he's essentially grew up again. Okay, but he remembers all of the stuff that he learned when he was on Earth, including physics and chemistry. This is a world with magic. Oh yeah, his I heard about this one. Yeah, the wise man in this case uh, was a great magician in this in this world. Yeah. To the point where he actually, out of out of respect, he's always called the wise man. Uh, and he's a great practitioner. So, of course, since he is great at magic, he teaches his adopted grandson how to do magic. The thing is, the way magic works in that universe is you kind of have to visualize what you're wanting to happen. Yeah. And then it happens. Yeah. In Executed. most cases... Uh, it requires an incantation, but it does not appear that the incantation actually matters. Yeah. 
it's just a way to help you focus what you're wanting to happen happen because this guy still remembers all his chemistry and uh, physics mm-hmm. instead of just visualizing the end result which is what everybody else is doing he's visualizing the process so his magic is much stronger than everybody else i got gotcha. you to the point where he even figures out how to fold space-time with this magic in order to create portals across the world. So he's Doctor Strange? Kinda, <laughs> but also not. It's an interesting story because he's now, because he's so strong. Yeah, he's a OP. He's a bit OP. Uh, and and he, since he kind of grew up, A, on Earth, he was a loner. And growing up with his grandfather on this other world... They were out in the country in the middle of nowhere, so he doesn't actually know many people. Oh, okay. And to some degree, his knowledge of Earth was, uh, knowledge of how to do things on Earth was kind of reset, because apparently he has no idea about how money works. I don't know how that is a thing. But, and I don't mean he doesn't understand the currencies, he's like he never thought about spending money, I guess in the 20 or so years he's been living in this new world. But Weird. Yeah, that was kind of weird, but he, of course, needs classmates. They were the strongest classmates, but they were so much weaker than he was. Yeah. He's only, he's not at the school to learn how to do magic. He's there to learn how to deal with other people. Hmm. Despite the fact it's a magic academy. Hmm. But anyway, that was, that's been an interesting show I've been watching. I also finished that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard of this one. This one's a fun one. Guy gets stabbed. In Tokyo. Yeah. Wakes up, and as he's dying, he laments about things he wished he would have done. This somehow triggers as requests, as his soul somehow enters this new world, and causes him to not just be a slime, you know, a viscous monster, or the viscous body that technically should be... You know, in most RPGs, it's the easiest thing to kill. Yeah. He has this ability to, uh, he has all these different abilities that allow him to do stuff that Slime normally wouldn't be able to do because of these requests he yeah. made. The thing is, he's not the only person who's come over from Japan or from Earth. Yeah. He's the only one that's been reincarnated because most everyone else has come over as a summon. One of these is, ends up being his love interest, is a young girl from Japan from World War Two. Oh, okay. During the firebombs of Tokyo. Oh! She is a presumed dead in, on our Earth for obvious reasons. Yeah. And probably the rest of her parents are died, but she, because of the how she was summoned with the fire and all that, yeah. she had a elemental affinity to fire. That makes she sense. She came over. Fireball! So the villain of the series, since he's the one who had her summoned in the first place, ah. Forced a spirit into her body called uh, Ifrit. Okay. If you know anything about Final Fantasy... Then it it sounds familiar. It is essentially a fire demon that in our world is of, I believe, Muslim or Arabic origin. Don't quote me on this. I I believe it's of Arabic origin. Yeah. Uh, But, of course, the Japanese aren't as... they, They lessened it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they tweak it a little bit. Tweaked it a little bit, so it's not evil, evil, but he's still an evil monster. Um, and she, it, it's it's interesting how he has to end up dealing, helping helping her out. Yeah. At some point, though, in order, spoiler alert, 
when he quell when he defeats Ifrit, it weakens her body so much that she's about to die. Hmm. So he buries her in the only way that he knows she'll be her body will be safe by consuming her, and that oh. gives him the ability to have a human body. I'm not going to say more than that because <laughs> that's kind of freaky. It's a great show. It's a fun show. Yeah, there's a lot of world building in it, which is what you know gets my interest up. Yeah, but I've been enjoying that one a lot. Uh, moving away from anime and isekai, anime specifically. Yeah, I started watching. I think not long after. I think we did. We recorded the. Uh, well, it was an episode where. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, after, not long after we recorded the episode about uh, our top ten favorite movies of the nineties. Yeah, I started watching a show from the nineties that I loved. Is it called Animaniacs? Animaniacs. Yes. Zany to I've the max. I was watching that for a, for a bit. Yeah. I enjoyed the flow of it. I forgot how funny it actually is. Yeah. And I also am convinced I missed 90% of the jokes. Oh, of course. They were not aimed at the audience <laughs> that show was supposed to be aimed No. Because the adults in the background are like, it's like oh my gosh, they went there. You're sitting there going, were the Fox censors not watching? Did they just... <laughs> Like, oh, this is a cartoon. Cartoons are for kids. Put it up. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. It's kind of wondering. It's you know some of those jokes only got through because they stopped worse ones. It's yeah. Kind of how it comes about. Yeah, basically. But it was that show is so much fun. I'm looking forward to at some point us um, recording an episode based on the movie that came out after the end of that. So Wacko's uh, Wish, right? Yeah, Wacko's Wish. I'm looking forward to that one. So. Mm. Uh, that's pretty much what I've been watching. Uh, we should probably, considering how late it is, yeah, uh, actually get into our topic. Yeah, this week. Yeah, let's do that. Our topic this week is the upcoming animated movies of 2019. Yeah. Although, admittedly, because of our recording issues, two of these are already out. Yes. So. Um, yeah, starting in June of 2019. Right. So, uh, the first movie on our list, which did technically come out first, The Secret Life of Pets 2 by Illumination. Yeah. What do you think of this from the trailer? Uh. What do you think of this from the trailer? <laughs> I thought it was interesting to be like, I saw, I've seen very bits and pieces of The Secret Life of Pets mm-hmm. before. And I've heard people's reviews and critiques of it. And I'll definitely have to, I think I, I think I own it. I think I own it on, uh, BH. VHS. DVD. I don't think it was ever released on VHS. No, if it was, it'd be like, oh, we're, Although, we're an exclusive one on VHS. And it's like, apparently, there is a copy, at least somewhere in the world, you can get frozen on VHS. Yeah, I heard about that. That is weird. <laughs> that is weird. But, anyways, um, uh, eventually, we will have to go and actually watch The Secret Life of Vets. The, tra- the new trailer... It's like, okay, this is interesting. Okay, with well, a bunny is a superhero who thinks mm-hmm. they're a superhero. And Considering he was the bad guy in the first movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, it, it looks interesting. Now, Grant, I'll have to watch the original to yeah. get a better... I'll have to rewatch the first one because yeah. it's been a while. Yeah. But uh, I I have not seen it yet, of course. Yeah. I did see the first one a long time ago. Really, when it was still in theaters. Yeah. I saw the first one. I'm not going to say it was a bad movie, but... It could have used a plot. Uh, okay, I got you. <laughs> or at least a better plot. It, and it's not saying that it's bad, it's just it does what it sets out to do. It shows you what pets do when you're not around. Yeah. According to them. Kind of like Toy Story. 
kind of. Speaking of Toy Story, I'm yes. ready to move on to the next topic. Yeah. Segway! Segway. Uh, the next one on is Toy Story 4, which I have actually already seen. Ah. I got a chance to see this last week, and I didn't bring it up in what I've been seeing because I wanted to talk about it here. It is a good movie. Okay. But as you were going through your likes of Toy Story 3, mm-hmm. you realize that Toy Story 4 kind of backtracks on a lot of the things you liked. Oh. <laughs> on a couple things. I'm not going to get deep into it because I don't want to spoil anything. Oh, okay. But um, I will say this. I need to apologize to a man by the name of uh, Don Shanahan over at uh, EveryMovieHasALesson.com because I was firmly against his negative review of the movie. I think I understand his point of view now that you brought this up. Okay. A little. So, uh, Don, if you ever get around to listening to this, even though I know you don't listen to it right now, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So, basically, they retconned? Not really retconned, it's just they decided, I don't want to spoil it, but the way that movie, you kind of know how that movie's going to end at the beginning of the movie, and it's antithetical, to use a big word. Got it. To what Toy Story 3's, the way Toy Story 3 ended. Oh, okay, gotcha. I don't want to get too far into it, because, I mean, there is still some, I mean, it's still a good movie yeah it's just when you compare it to the rest of the franchise it is the weakest the, you are I'm the weakest gonna, link i'm gonna say it's the weakest okay so uh bowl yeah. bowl what did you think of the trailer though uh of the multiple trailers to come out yes uh i'm assuming because i'm assuming we've watched the trailers on all these yeah i, I watched most of them uh the idea they bring back you know bo peep they yes. bring her back, and they and they give... explain why she's been gone. Okay, uh, it was interesting the the fact they they that Bonnie creates a toy out of a uh, a spork mm-hmm. and pork yeah forky and I was very interested. It kind of arcs back to the way they play in the trailers at least, where Forky goes off by himself, and now the te- the, the the family has to go back and bring him back because they want to disappoint Bonnie or he doesn't go off by himself. He is, he doesn't want to exist. Oh, okay. Which is kind of odd. <laughs> well, for a kid's movie, because it kind of sounds like he wants to commit suicide. Yeah. <laughs> to some degree, but which we uh, don't commit. Which, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, that, that is not what's going on because he's just wanting to throw himself away because he knows he's trash. Yeah. So maybe it's more, he just knows he's trash and you don't want, you shouldn't want him to be depressed yeah. about his entire existence. Yeah. Well, but, well, all of the same lines about the thing as a child, but like we always, I think kind of like in the Bonnie's way, we always kind of made up our kind of, you know, but like if we didn't have a toy, we made it. But yeah, just and it's <clears throat> along those same veins, be like, by the way, I do have a cold. So that's why I sound kind of froggy. Uh, all right. So the next movie on the docket is. Uh, the next one I have is Frozen 2. Okay. I enjoyed seeing this trailer when yes. I went to go see Toy Story 4, especially since I spent the little bit of extra money for Toy Story 4 on seeing it in IMAX. Ooh. I thought it'd be interesting that, that yeah. what is our world but blown yeah. up would be cool to see. But they showed this trailer in, in the IMAX trailer portion. If you remember my thoughts on Frozen 1, while I enjoyed the movie, it's not my favorite. Yeah. Uh, this actually looks interesting. Yeah, where they're going with it. I like that they are uh, expanding the universe because it looks like beyond Arendelle. Yeah, and going more into. I'm assuming I don't 
quote me on this, it looks like they might be explaining where her powers come from, kind of. Maybe. There seems to be a bigger threat. Yeah. Giants exist, apparently. Yeah. Giants. Giants, Giants, Titans. Hopefully they don't... Kaiju? Maybe they don't eat people? Well, maybe they'll eat Olaf. But he'll survive. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they just leave his head and then he just... They're like, rebuilds oh, his body. Rebuilds his body. Yeah. There we go. Yes. So not all the children lose their living, ever-living heads. What did you think of it? I've already um, said my piece. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. The fact that uh, I think it's uh, Grandpappy who says it, at least in the, the trailer he says mm-hmm. it, that like before we feared Elsa's powers and now her powers could be the only thing to save the world. I mean, I think so, he specifically says we, we were afraid of her, of her powers. Yes. But now we're afraid her powers won't be enough. Yeah, that's it. That's what the line was. Something to that effect. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously this movie's coming out in December. Mm-hmm. It's coming out in December. December or November? November. I think it's no- November. November. You're right. It is November. December's full of too many other things. Yeah. Wait. And, no- and normally Disney puts out their winter show in November. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. Star Wars. Uh, well, I wasn't referring to Star Wars. Normally their winter animated feature is in November. Yeah. When they put one out. Yeah. But I wasn't I was intrigued. I was like, okay, so we get to meet like new characters. Mm-hmm. Uh we're we, we haven't get... seen any yet. Oh, uh, technically we did. We we saw like a, a like a young boy and a young girl in like the first trailer. It was like that. Okay. I don't remember that from the trailer I got to see before yeah. Story Four, but that's the newer one. Yeah. The one with the water horse. That was interesting. Yes. That was. I mean, it, I'm wondering since in um, Greek mythology, yeah, Poseidon made the horses. Yeah, if this is going to somehow dovetail into Hercules, oh, that would be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. Somehow, I don't know how you do it, but yeah, if James Wood shows up in this movie, I'm going to laugh. <laughs> And you know he'd voice too. Oh yeah, he would because he voices eighties every time he yeah. shows up, and it including it does. I wasn't going to bring up Kingdom Hearts again, but okay. since you brought it up, <laughs> yes, I did. I was going to say he even showed up in a Disney Channel original show called House of Mouse when yeah. he showed up, and he voiced him there. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah, just be like, I'm really looking forward to it. Now, Grant, I'm the knucklehead who wouldn't watch, you know, paid three times to watch Frozen in theaters. Now you'll go and watch it six times. No, probably not. Probably not. That's like it was. It's it's one of those things. Like okay, I watched it. I watched it three times. But be like, am I really proud? I weren't really went and watched it three times. Not really. I only saw it once in theaters. Yeah, and that was before the the uh, it caught fire. Yeah, or win a flurry. Yes. Just remember, it was that winter. Yeah. That everywhere got snowed in. <laughs> Thanks, Elsa. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's a great marketing campaign on Disney's part. <laughs> Freeze everybody in. Yeah. While Frozen 2 is airing. Uh, anyway. yeah, you, like, yeah, you, like, yeah, literally winter is coming. Thanks, Elsa. Yes. <laughs> but, so, okay, Adam's family. What did you think? Dump, dump. Okay. Uh, I've seen the trailer multiple times okay. since we first brought this up on, I don't remember what episode we originally talked about that trailer coming out. Yeah. But, uh, I believe in that, when I talked about it then, I was saying, yeah, I was comparing it more to the movies that came out in the 90s. Yeah. More than the original show. 
I'm going to say now that they're taking equal influence. Okay. Because I was noticing the more times I saw this, I was like, okay, I can see some of the thought process from the original from the original uh, television show yeah. from, from the 60s? 60s, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I can also see the more darker, gothic tone that you see in the, movie, the uh, Ross Julia movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be interesting. I don't know. I don't... I, for all I know, they're actually taking more cues from the original comic strip. Okay. Which is where all that came from originally, if you didn't ah, know. Ah, didn't know that. Yeah, it didn't last long as a comic strip but it exploded as a tv show and then became the movie the, the animated tv show and then the movie mm-hmm. and that's most people know it from the movies now but i gotcha it looks like it could be interesting i'm still gonna go see it i'm not bouncing off the walls to go see it yeah but it could be interesting yeah i i agree i agree i i, I agree with all your points and i'm looking forward to seeing it with with the person who grew up watching the the cartoon back in the nineties and watching the nineties movie, um, see what kind of see what kind of take they're going to use. Well, what what kind of, is it is it truly the the blend or is it going to be over your head nineties or we're going to go the old a, old school TV show? I have a feeling it's going to lean more nineties. Yeah, simply because I think unfortunately I say unfortunately. I think that's where most nostalgia is for the, for that property. Just because I know how popular it was in the 90s. And let's face it, we're at the point now where they're playing on 90s kids' nostalgia yeah. in movies right now. Yes. Because they've got to get that out before we all turn 40 and we're no longer cool. Yeah. We no longer got the disposable income. But anyway, it could be good. It could know. be. We'll see. It could be. So what's next? Uh, next on the docket is Spies in Disguise. Ah, you brought this one up, so why don't yes, you I talk did. about it? Will Smith and Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. It seems like a fun little movie. Mm-hmm. It seems like a little fun little movie where you know Will Smith plays the the coolest spy ever. He's just like he's he he's just oozing with coolness of being yeah. you know the the quote unquote knockoff uh, James Bond 007. Mm-hmm. And it gets turned into a bird because his little friend played by Tom Holland is like this is the ultimate disguise ever. Turn me back into a human. It's like, okay, so is it shenanigans of trying to get him to turn back to a human? Or is he a bird going to try to act like a spy? I, I bet you anything that Tom Holland's character is going using James Bond as a reference. Yeah. He's going to be Q. Yeah. That's what he's can... got this great idea that he should, you know, if he's going to be a, if Will Smith's character is going to be a spy. Yeah. He should be in the perfect camouflage, which is a bird. Because the birds are everywhere. Yeah. You don't think about them. Especially because it's a pigeon. Yeah. Specific. And I'm assuming New York City. Yeah. Because why wouldn't it take place yeah. there? Pigeons. But I I have a feeling it's going to be like, well, we can't turn you back into a human for a week. Yeah. Or however long it's needed appropriately for the drama of the movie. And that's when you'll turn immediately back. Usually probably right in the middle of the climax of the story. Probably. And it's probably going to, I don't know. We'll see. It could be interesting. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It had a lot of names that I didn't expect to see when I watched the trailer. So right, could be good. Yeah, it could be. That's gonna. I have a feeling that's gonna be the reoccurring sentiment here. It could yeah. be good. Yeah, it could be. Could be bad. <laughs> yeah. Now, granted, we like we we don't have the insight to these films, so we don't know if they're gonna be good or not. We're just giving our. We're just basing this on what we saw when we saw the trailers mm-hmm. and what 
our thoughts are because there are some we haven't gotten to them yet uh that uh let's just face it we don't have much faith in <laughs> no not really not really we'll get to that in a minute yeah i, I think we're coming up on one we're coming up on one right yeah just next yeah angry birds two Oh my word, I have not even seen the first one. Yeah, I own Because I can't imagine it's good. <laughs> I have a feeling kids love it. I'll hate it. Because kids like the Moji movie, and I hate it. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people hate that movie. Don't watch it, kids. Here's your PSA. Do not watch the Emoji movie. <laughs> yes, it was made by the same people who made Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Do not watch the Emoji <laughs> movie unless you want to feel like well, like you've been on a cell phone your entire life. Uh, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, well, for someone who has not watched Angry Birds yet, I own it, so I need to watch it. I haven't seen it either, so. Yeah. You know, wait, you know waiting have, for the... Have you played the, the cell phone game? Uh, yes. Okay. That, that I just was... want to make sure we were at least that far. Yeah. We had that much in Yeah, be like, yeah. We played the game. It's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's fun. fun. Fun little game. I, I love the Star Wars version. They somehow went through the entire Star Wars saga. Really? With Angry Birds. Huh. Well, the original trilogy. Yeah. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'll see which scene we're on. It's still like, anyway, it's, I can't imagine they were able to make a movie, let alone a sequel, <laughs> out of this concept. Uh. But then, I did not see Lego Movie coming either. Being, I didn't expect that one to be. Yeah. So, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Apparently, the first one apparently had to have made enough money. Oh yeah, for a sequel to happen. So I mean, at least you know, making enough money is not a determination of quality. But right. There, there have been plenty of dumpster fires who have you know made plenty mu- of multiple money sequels. To have multiple sequels. Yeah. That are also <clears> dumpster <throat> That's Hasbro's fault <laughs> because Hasbro will throw money at something that they know is making money, even if people hate it. Hmm. Because they just see that as a commercial. And if they sold, if they were able to sell toys off of it, it must have been good. Yeah. Anyway. Alright, so next one. Abominable. Abominable. Yeah. That's it seems like a very cutesy, kind of fun movie that uh if I was if I was in a, like a dating situation, I'd probably bring, you know, said girlfriend to that. It sounds mm-hmm. like a fun little cute little movie. And it's it's about a abominable snowman or girl that is you know held captive, and this little girl has to you know save her, and it's just an adventure, and it's something back to her family. Yeah, somehow she gets magic. Well, the abominable snowman, snow girl. Yeah, the yeti. The yeti. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeti. The yeti uh, is magical. That's and she at some point gets its. I'm assuming must get its hair. Take some of its hair. And string her violin with it because then she has a magical violin. Yeah, uh, in the trailer. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. So appara- apparently, our our, our main been... character actually plays violin. Yeah, that's all she wants to do is play violin. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. As I mean, when we get around to walk to recording Coco, which I know is coming. Yes. Within a couple episodes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We can talk more about the importance of music in that kind of a situation, but yeah, I, I'm not gonna say no to this movie. I'll still go see it. Yeah, I'll admit before we started looking at this, it was not on my radar, but it is now. Yeah, definitely. After, after watching the trailer, it's like, ooh, now I'm interested. Mm-hmm. All right, Next so one. Playmobil the movie. movie. <laughs> Good night. 
Yeah, let's let's just pull, be like, oh, Lego did a really good job with their first two movies. Hey, let's get first in the game. Four. First four. Lego movie? Oh, yeah. Lego Batman movie? movie. Yeah. Lego Ninjago movie? movie. Lego movie, movie part two. two. The second part. Parts. Yes. Four movies. Four movies. It's all one franchise. That's how, uh, that's how these universes work now. Wow. The second, the one labeled Lego Movie 2 is the fourth movie. Yeah. Because why would things follow logic? Yeah, thanks, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Which, I'm not blaming yeah, anybody for that. I'm going to say that the concept of the Cinematic Universe was going to happen whether Marvel did it or DC did it. Yeah. I'm blaming both. Yes, I agree. The fact that Marvel's is being more successful in the box office means nothing in this instance. Yeah. But anyway. The the fact that we have a movie where... A be, human gets turned into a Playmobile? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Two humans get turned into a Playmobile. Playmobile. One of them ends up being a Viking and gets captured, and the other one, and, the, and, and his mother that got turned into it, has to go save him. I think it's sister, actually. Sister, sister would make more sense. I assumed it was mother. Yeah. Because she's old enough to be that kid's mother. Oh, okay. <laughs> Looked old enough to be that kid's mother. I gotcha. But well, with... when you when Aunt May and Tom Holland from from the, from the MCU is your go by, yeah. Considering she Aunt May only looks to be about maybe five years older than Spider Man. Yeah. Well, the actors you got to play play Aunt May was just like yeah. You had to have somebody for Tony to hit on. Yeah, exactly. That's what it comes down to. That's why she's that young. Uh. So much younger than her comic book counterpart. Yeah, just 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 a bit. Anyway, yeah. Off that tangent. Yeah. So Playmobile. <laughs> I don't. I kn- think the fact that we've run off so many tangents trying to talk about the Playmobile <laughs> movie kind of tells you what our thoughts are. Yeah. I'm still going to go see it because let's face it, I love a movie so bad it's stu- it's fun. Hmm. I have a feeling that's what this is going to be. That's Probably. the kind of vibe I'm getting off of it. It could be so bad it's a travesty. Yeah. But we'll see. Or so bad it's actually kind of good. Could go either way. Yeah, could go either way. Kind of like this movie on the next doc. No, this one's going to be trash. Okay. And I'm going to say it's trash because... When we did our research on this movie, it's apparently tried to come out, what, three other times? Yeah. And something has caused it to not happen? Yeah. Which tells me this movie, if it comes out, must be Yeah. But uh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, I'm going to tell you the name, and you still won't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Red Shoes and the Seven Dwarfs. Good golly, Miss Molly, this looks like garbage. (laughs) (laughs) And like I said earlier, it could be good. It just looks I, like... It's already controversial. Yes, it is. And as a fat person, can I just say, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. But anyway, it's about a young woman who accidentally takes a witch's shoes, mm-hmm. and these shoes were designed to make the witch look beautiful. Yeah. So when the girl puts them on, then she turns from being a fat girl... Into a bombshell. bombshell. And apparently there are gnomes? Yeah. Not really dwarves but they're more gnomes than anything gnomes allegedly that are somehow affected by this spell yeah either either they're formerly they're formerly princes who got turned into gnomes or trolls or whatever i don't know this looks like this looks like it was made in the vein of happily never after if you remember those two movies 
Vaguely. Yeah, there's a reason you vaguely remember them. Yeah. Trust me, I only watched the first one, because the first one I think was the only one that actually made it to theaters. And I remember it looked like it would... I, I remember not... I didn't watch it in theaters, but I do remember renting it. I remember seeing commercials for it. Mm-hmm. And thinking, no, this is bad. <laughs> I know why nobody in this movie lived happily ever after. It's because they were all horrible people. The movie was not good. Okay. In my opinion. I'm sure other people have different opinions, but I didn't like it. And this feels like it's in that same vein. Gotcha. Another example of what I'm thinking of is uh, Hoodwink. Oh, okay. That's a little bit more well-known. Yeah. I'm trying to remember that one. I honestly try. I'd be like, I re- uh, it's oh, yeah, a, that's right. A that's detective right. trying to figure out what happened during the, the uh, uh, Red Riding Hood. Yeah, that's thing. right. Yeah. And each person has a different version of the story, and somehow the three little pigs are involved. I think because the big bad wolf is both their enemy and Red Riding Hood's enemy. I don't remember. It was so stupid. Okay. We'll record it. We'll record an episode on it just because we can. Can. Yeah. Just because at some point we both need to review something we hate. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll, anyway. We'll, we'll make a month out of it. Yes. Obviously bad movies. Yeah. <laughs> and last but not least. least. And I will point out that we don't actually have a release date for Red Shoes or this next one. Yeah. Sean the Sheep Farmageddon. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I also don't believe... While we actually do have a British release date, we don't have an American release date. So it may not even be coming out over yeah. here. Yeah. Not till the Blu-ray uh, comes out, maybe. Yeah. It, I do remember seeing Sean the Sheep. I think there was a TV show... Yeah. I vaguely remember seeing it. It's made by Ardman Entertainment, yes. the people behind Wallace and Gromit and mm-hmm. Chicken Run, which we'll talk about that in a later episode, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. It could be, like like we said before, it could be good, it could be bad. The thing is, with this one, we almost know nothing about it. Yeah. It's an unknown quantity, other than it's based on Shaun the Sheep. Yeah, that's it. And I vaguely remember that show. Same here. Very, very... It's like, okay, so apparently the... A, a, a small... What you understand in the story is where Sean the sheep, be like him and his sheep brothers and sisters, are at a farm and... Like you do. Like you do. And apparently, like, the the wife of the couple is, oh, we can, we can ramp up production by making uh, pies. This is the plot to Chicken Run. Sounds like it. <laughs> and, and, and le- Except and le- it's chickens and not sheep that they're wanting to turn into meat pies. Yeah, that's what it sounds. I mean, either I'm getting. I think I'm hoping you're confusing because I hate. I, I, think, pro- I probably am. I getting... would hate to think they were rehashing that story. But anyway. Yeah. Now, for some reason, I keep thinking there is another movie coming out. I did think of one that is not on our list that I remember when we first tried to record this episode, we talked about. Okay. The quote-unquote live-action version of The Lion King. Oh, yeah! That's right. And we say quote-unquote because there's no humans in this movie. Yeah. Now, obviously, they did use some live-action references. the animals are live action but they have been heavily digitized yeah the background elements for the most part are live action yeah they're they're basically but live action place if you're 
if you know the movie of The Lion King, there's no way you could do this in live action without it being heavily animated. Yeah. You're, you're not, to the you're, point where I remember when I was looking up movies for the list, that actually had The Lion King as an animated movie. Yeah, same here. So, yeah. Plus, anyway. I, I don't think you're, in real life, you're not going to get a meerkat sitting on top of a, a, uh, a warthog. <laughs> not unless they're both heavily trained. Yeah, exactly. And, and it could be, but could be. I have a feeling that was a composite shot I saw in that trailer. Yeah. Uh, you never know. And plus, be like, hey, it's animated, so yeah, yeah it counts. <laughs> and if you, re- from what I understand, the uh, soundtrack, yeah, it hasn't released yet, but the track list has come out. Yeah, every song is returning. Plus, they added uh, three other songs. Yeah, probably one of them was a cut song from the original movie. Okay, that is used in the uh, Broadway show. Okay. And the other two, one is a Beyonce original song that is still listed as to be announced on the listing. Uh, and because she's playing Nala. Yeah. So obviously it's the song Nala's going to sing probably. Okay. And then, can't remember who the, who the other guy is that's got an original song. Anyway, somebody else has an original song that it listed that's new. That's okay. Of, I don't remember who he is. Yeah, it, it's kind of like Elton John, you know, when he... Elton did, John. He did write a new song for this. But one of the actors is performing it, and I remember it being a big name voice, so I don't remember who it is right now. I'm really looking forward to this movie. I really am. Being someone who went and watched The Lion King in theaters, and just phenomenal movie. I enjoy it. My father enjoys it. My dad Mm -hmm. enjoys The Lion King. Now, he would be like, yeah, it's like, oh, kid movie. The Lion King? Total different ballgame. Yes. Because it is a good movie. And if you haven't seen Lion King yet, what are you doing? Go watch it! Just remember that the urge to sing The Lion Sleeps Tonight Oh, yes! Is just a whim away, a whim away, a whim away, a whim away. A whim uh, we that movie's going to have to come up fa- the, the the original cartoon is going to have to come up on our list faster than yes. we originally were planning. Yeah, as I know, we're going to do it eventually. Yeah, but we may have to do that more quickly than originally intended. Yeah. So uh, that brings us to the end of another episode of the Cellcast. Mm-hmm. Where can they find you, Jacob? You can find me on Facebook at Jacob B Heron, but also you can. Find me at my art page, which is Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I I would say use the air quotes, but I actually do post every day. Uh, at least right now. At least right now, I'm draw- I'm drawing every day and I'm posting. And uh, yeah, it's it's a very interesting if you be like like art and more of the comic book style. You know, like you might want to give it a try. Look it on Facebook and you know follow me. Where can they find you, Drew? They can find me at on Facebook at Drew Dodd. Uh, I am. I know I've said this since the show started. I actually am making strides towards having a place where my photographs can be seen by other people. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm just going to do like your daily art corner. Yeah. Have a photo bin, just a place on Facebook where it just has all my pictures on it in posts, so you can scroll, scroll through it easy. Yeah. The ones I like. Um, 
I haven't done it yet, so just be on the lookout for that. I will post in the Facebook group when I have actually got that set up. Okay. Uh, other than that, uh, you can find both of us on, in, like I said, in our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. That is uh, the Cellcast. It is a closed group just to keep the robots out. So uh, if you're not a robot, not that we have anything against robots, but if you're not a robot, please come and join us. We have great conversations in there sometimes. Yeah. And, and we want to help keep our community growing there. You can also email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, in both these instances, when we say the cellcast, that is with a single L in cell. Yes. And also you can find us on, find us on Stitcher, Apple, and Google Play. Uh, you can find him on your, basically finding your favorite uh, podcast director. He just looked up the Stellcast. We're still not on Spotify because I need to make, ironically, some mild edits to our first couple episodes so that we technically own all the rights to what's in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> because the first two episodes, uh, if you remember, we used the music from the movies. Yeah. And they kind of frown on not owning the rights to stuff. So... When I get that figured out, I'm going to actually try to get us on Spotify. Okay. But we're not there yet, unfortunately. Okay. Well, mine is Spotify. You can find it basically anywhere else. Yeah. And uh, just remember, it's one, it's one L, not two. You can find us on our website at thecellcast.podbean.com. Ah. Right now, that's just got a listing of our episodes. So if you're listening to our friends and want to hear the rest of us and have not looked at it for us in mm-hmm. any of those other sources... That is another location in which you can listen to our show. Uh, eventually, we might put some other stuff on that. We'll see. Okay. And to go kind of back up just a second, when it comes to uh, subscribing to our podcast on your favorite podcast uh, catcher, your, your favorite podcast catcher directory, uh, we would love to hear from you guys. If you like us, you know, subscribe to us and give us a review. Give us me like if you like us even more, give us a uh, something a little over five stars. Yes, that'd be appreciated. And if you could do us a favor, please tell us via either the email address or somewhere else that you have reviewed us, so we can go and look. And because a lot of these places, there's a lot of these. It, it this makes it easy for us to find the review. Yeah. And uh, we'll give you a shout-out, probably, if yeah. we see it. So. Oh, most definitely. But, yeah, I think... Also, uh, if you have any suggestions yes. for any upcoming movie you wish for us to review, yeah. uh, please email that to the Podcast at gmail.com or comment it in the Facebook group under the post for the episode. Mm-hmm. I will look in both places to make sure that if there is a strong outcry for one movie or another... Mm-hmm. And it's one I know that is not trolling. <laughs> we'll bring it up. Because I know there's some some smart aleck out there who's going to see oh. Food Fight and say, that's the movie. <laughs> Y'all need to review Food Fight. No, we don't. <laughs> New. Not till April 1st. <laughs> <laughs> At least. No, when we talked about those movies, that, that month of movies sometime in the future where yeah. we know are bad, I'm bringing that one just so we can all both suffer together. <laughs> it's like, ow, the pain, the pain. Anyways. Yes. Anyway, uh, in, this has been Drew. This is Jacob. And we'll catch you in the next round.